0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Ailey is producing The broadcast today. So many things to talk about today. So many. It's funny how this works sometimes. You go from July, when, you know, there's not much really going on, to what's happening now in college football stunning it's stunning the changes are so rapid that it's hard really to keep up with it today actually four weeks from today florida opens its season at utah Four weeks from today. Billy Napier, uh, Gators practice today. Um, he's having a media availability today at about 1230. Uh, we will endeavor to bring you his comments at 1230. Trevor Sickema from Pro Football Focus, one of our grads, by the way, going to join us at 1215 to talk a little NFL. Allison Posey. One of our grads up in Tallahassee, WTXL, will talk about that situation. And legendary agent Lee Steinberg will join us today as well. Let me start by what's happening in college football. There are so many things that go through my mind when these changes come about. And I understand how there are people who are lamenting these changes. It's rapid, it's mind boggling. And what's it all come down to? It comes down to two things money. And competitive advantage. Look, Florida State, whatever, and and today, as you call in around our guests, do you want Florida State and Miami in the SEC? Would you be a fan of that? Would you want that to, if they leave the ACC, would you want them in the SEC? If so, tell me why. If no, Tell me what the money that is being talked about here is staggering. and part of part of the reason this is happening is because of fans. I'm not saying it's a negative, but look, let's take Florida, okay? Why do you think Scott Strickland is looking to do something with the swamp? Why do you think all that money is being spent on facilities and things like that? Well, because you've got to keep up. And that's what's happening look I've told you if you're a regular listener of this program I have said to you it was my belief we would have super conferences and that seems closer to reality now than ever before I just didn't think it would happen quite this soon and there is certainly a chance it won't but if I gave you odds on the Pac-12 remaining viable at this point, what percentage would you give it? I wouldn't give it a very high percentage. Because now even the Big Ten is chirping about expansion. And if Florida State exits the ACC, would Clemson be far behind? What would, Can you imagine not having an Atlantic Coast conference? Can you imagine that? Well, possible. It's possible. Big 12, Big 10, SEC, and then do they try to make a bigger conference and get down to two super conferences? Pretty weird. So, those are the things that are the backdrop now of where we are in college athletics. And it's pretty amazing. Really is. By the way, I want to give credit here um, to Saturday Down South for some of these statistics. As we go into the SEC, the road team in the Kentucky Mississippi State game hasn't won since 2014. LSU is now tied for its longest win streak ever against Florida. That last winning streak was 1977 to 80. Yeah. Also, 20 years since Tennessee has won at Florida or Alabama. And if I threw this out, I would have lost. The longest active SEC win streak among yearly opponents is Alabama versus who? If you'd have guessed Arkansas... You'd have guessed right. 16 straight times Alabama has beaten Arkansas. All right. We'll take your phone calls around our guests today. <clears throat> 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says, what would you think about your interview with Coach Mack? I think it was a good thing for him and us to hear from him. Would you agree? Sure. Yes. Yes. I was very happy to have him on. I will have him on again. Uh, I, you know, I I purposely did not want to dwell this time on his time at Florida. But he is an active coach. And I've I've been doing a series on coaches that, you know, coached here. I tried to get Mike Loxley. Uh, That didn't happen um, but you heard from Stan Drayton, you know Steve Adazio, people like that. So, yeah, it was good to get him on. And um, I hope he has a good year. Byron's first. Hi, Byron.
2: Steve, man, love you, your show, man, and your interviews and, and uh, Go Gators. I called today about the NFL, Steve. And just, I always get the NBA, but just the wonderful job these guys are putting together. I'm just excited about the whole season. Steve, you know, I know you've heard. I hadn't I been listening as much as I should, but Kyle Trask is moving up on the on the chart if he hadn't taken over. So, you know, we we're pulling for him. And Richardson is doing well. So, you know, they were talking about some games. I'm looking forward maybe to getting him in Jacksonville, the the Richardson game when he comes. And I think they play Kyle Trask, and I hope he's starting. So, really excited about the NFL, Steve. I don't know when it is, but the Hall of Fame game might be coming up. It's this tonight. Year, right Yeah, gosh, man. So I'm really excited. And, uh, Steve, just to see what you guys do. I'm not a Jets fan. You know, the uh, the Yankees, the Mets. Steve, I, hey, sorry about the Mets, but I, I love you guys. But we have to root against you because all my teams play you. So, but I, I like to watch the New York market. So, good luck to what all y'all doing. The Giants too, Steve. And uh, you know we got Kansas City to beat Buffalo, Cincinnati. It's just gonna be an exciting year. And the NFC, I don't know much about, but wow, everything's up for grabs, Steve. And go Gators! And thanks for my call,
1: Byron. Thank you. Twelve, twelve. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Coming up, we're gonna talk some NFL with uh, Pro Football Focus and Trevor Sikoma. Next, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. Now, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Brooke Tonight In baseball, the Rays have a day off, but we'll be back tomorrow to start their series with the Detroit Tigers. The NFL is back tonight with a preseason showdown of the New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns as they play the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Don't miss the coverage of that game here tonight at 7.30. Moving on to Gator football, the team has started their first fall practices and have an open practice for fans this Saturday from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. in the stadium. Gator soccer also kicks off their season start with two exhibition matches. The action will begin on Sunday afternoon in Disney Stadium at 3 versus Georgia Southern, and the following match will be versus North Florida, Saturday evening in Jacksonville. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke Janite.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF
1: Friends, if you don't already know about the really good work the Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing, please give me a minute to tell you about it. They're in Polatka, and they've been an organization that's been doing this for a while now. They help at-risk young boys from difficult home environments get their lives back together. They need your help to do it. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, motorcycle, car, to anything, they'll take it off your hands. Donate it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The kids there, fix them up, sell them, and this is how they learn real-life skills. And remember, your donation is tax deductible. So consider donating that vehicle you don't want to the good people at the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. To find out more, go to rbr.org or Google Boys Ranch Palatka.
0: This is not a contest. It's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included.
4: If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just 2 dollars to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. If you're between the first 20 callers, you also get a Bahamas cruise. And don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans. We can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years. Name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. And you get Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun for just two ninety nine dollars plus a Bahamas cruise. What are you waiting for? Call now, 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129.
5: The IRS is ramping up collection, and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, listen carefully. Before it's too late, check your eligibility for the Fresh Start programs still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems. Call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs. Business or personal, if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight, have unfiled tax returns under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or finally just want to know your options, call the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau with a five-star rating from Yelp. This veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now. 800 575 That's 800 575 Find out if you qualify today. Call 800 575 or go to republictaxrelief.com.
6: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com.
7: Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Meldon Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville in North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City and Ocala. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Again, that's MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down.
0: Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com, a courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad G Service, and Radio Credit Union. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators.
8: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world
1: on the WRUF radio app. Always like bringing back our Gator grads. We got one coming on right now. He is Trevor Sicoma, who is going to talk a little NFL from Pro Football Focus. Trev, how are you, man?
9: I am. I am fantastic, Steve. I appreciate you having me on as always.
1: I appreciate you doing it Um, tonight. You know, Hall of Fame game. You know, I'm a Jets guy, Um, but let's let's separate the whole Aaron Rodgers drama here. Let, let's take a look at these two teams and what their expectation might be. Uh, the, uh, many people think the Jets could be a playoff team. Let's talk about that first. And then the Browns, I, I don't know about their expectations. Tell me what you see.
9: I mean, for the Jets, certainly it's, uh, you know, it has to be Super Bowl or bus, which, which is kind of crazy, at least reaching the Super Bowl, because you're going all in in this window, and, it doesn't have to be this year for them going to the Super Bowl. I, I view it like the Buccaneers when they were getting Tom Brady, right? You signed Tom Brady, and even though they did make it to the Super Bowl that first season, there was that window, right? It was kind of that two- to three-year window. Aaron Rodgers takes the pay cut, gets an extra year on his contract, so you figure that he's probably going to be there for two years. It'd be tough to go all in with one quarterback one year, goes to a new place, new offense, new coaches. And so I think the expectation is – they want to reach the Super Bowl in this window, whether it is two years, three years, whatever that may be, but I think that this year they're going to take a significant step in that direction. They're fantastic last year. And you know, I was I talked on my shows many times that if the Jets just had competent quarterback play last year, they'd have been a playoff team. Yeah. The rest of the roster was there. So as long as health is on their side, which is the ultimate luck involved in playing the sport right if they stay healthy they've got the roster to be a playoff team no doubt about it and you know you could say a lot of the same things for the cleveland browns obviously it was a whirlwind of everything that happened last year deshaun watson was a shell of what we had seen from him being the quarterback when he was in houston and the rest of that roster steve i've looked at it on paper over the last i'll say even two three years and that browns team beyond quarterback was playoff caliber and i think that that's obviously why they make the move the unprecedented move to go get deshaun watson the way that they did they're hoping that he's going to have a major bounce back year and even if he's 75 80 percent of the watson that we saw in houston to me that's going to be good enough to make the browns competitive for a playoff spot even though the afc is as tight as it is
1: if you you of course covered the bucks for a while um there's some talk that Kyle Trask is making some headway into winning the job over Baker Mayfield. Do you think that's going to be you know, coming down to the final preseason game? Where do you see that?
9: Yeah, how about that? Kyle Trask kind of coming up, overlooked a little bit, and maybe ends up getting the starting gig. I know Gator fans are very familiar with that during his time at Florida, but I kind of do see it a little bit similar, right? Baker Mayfield, no question about it was the leading candidate to be their QB one when they acquired him you know I still like you said I cover the team I still talk to a lot of the people who cover it very closely down there some people who are within the organization and it just seemed like they were all really excited to get Baker Mayfield in the building you know Bruce Arians he's not the head coach anymore but he is sort of that senior analyst with jason light and he's kind of the right hand man when it comes to some roster moves and what they're going to do with the coaching uh, and how they're going to play offense and deploy all their talent all that stuff but with that being said mayfield is an arians type quarterback it feels like almost the perfect type of quarterback he is this massive risk taker this guy who wears his emotions on his sleeve he's very passionate he's got a big arm he's not afraid to run with the ball so he's just a tough dude. And I figured that that would be why he would be number one out of the gate. But at the end of the day, no matter what his perception was, sure. It might've gotten him those first string quarterback reps during camp. But if you don't play well during camp, you don't play well during those preseason games, it's still the NFL. And they're going to put the best player out there, especially in Tampa situation that um, they're just trying to find the guy who can get them as many wins as possible. And so far in training camp, seems like that might be Kyle Trask. So, He is obviously still behind the eight ball a little bit because of the perception and Mayfield being that uh, incumbent number one, if you will. But I think that it is well within Trask's ability to win that week one starting job if he continues to have a great camp and a great preseason, yes.
1: In what seems to be, Trev, a weak division, I mean, great strides by Jacksonville last year, you know, maybe surprised a few people. Are they the division favorites now?
9: I think they should be, honestly, especially with a lot of the drama turmoil that it feels like is going on in Indianapolis. I feel like the Colts would be the only other team that I would think could be that real threat because I mean, let's face it. We went into last year looking at this Indianapolis Colts team and we said, okay, they're going to be the favorites, probably the clear favorites to win that division with Tennessee taking a little bit of a step back. Now they're taking even further of a step back. If you ask me, Jacksonville, really took a massive step forward. They went into the division. They get into the playoffs. But I don't want people to sleep on Indianapolis. I think it's still a really solid team. Loved some of the changes that they made to try to get back on track quickly. But now you got all this drama about what's going on with Jonathan Taylor and Jim Ursay I saying, I wonder how that's going to affect, of course, the new head coach in there with Shane Steichen. Is that going to mess up them being able to hit the ground running? Because I think Jacksonville will. I think Doug Peterson's one of the best head coaches in the NFL. It was the case when he won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, and he's certainly shown that, again, changing the culture in Jacksonville as quickly as he was able to uh, after that Urban Meyer debacle or circus, I probably should say. So when you look at what they're able to do and the – places they're going to put themselves in going into this season they have to be the favorites you figure Trevor Lawrence is going to get even better love the addition of Calvin Ridley I think that's going to be one of the best quarterback wide receiver combinations in the league it was a young defense that's getting a little bit older a little more experienced. I think they're going to get even better as this upcoming year goes on so yes I I would be predicting the Jacksonville Jaguars to repeat as division champs and make the playoffs once again but as an even stronger team this year
1: Trevor Sickum, a Pro Football Focus, joining us here, talking a little National Football League. Well, you mentioned the Colts, and you got to mention Anthony Richardson, of course, when it comes to the Colts. Uh, you know, Gardner Minshew, I think, is regarded by many as a placeholder. But again, what you hear out of camp is Richardson's getting more and more of the first-team reps. Does he start week one?
9: Oh, man. it would. I would have told you, I would say, a couple of weeks ago before camp started that it would be tough for me to believe that Richardson would start week one. Like you mentioned, we all know it's coming eventually. Richardson is going to be the starter, and they hope the franchise quarterback for them. But a lot of Gator fans, a lot of your listeners know this. The consistencies, especially with accuracy, wasn't there for Richardson even last year. So, yeah, you could point to all the highs. You could point to all the reasons why you invest a top five, top ten overall pick in him because you believe that you're going to get more out of him. You're going to c- get more consistently, consistency, and he's going to become a more refined prospect. But that doesn't mean that's going to be week one of this upcoming season or even throughout the preseason. And so the – Uh, positive notes that we're hearing from training camp that's all fantastic and that's all exactly what you want to hear how much of it is you know fluff, if you will with people with guys in indianapolis trying to get everybody excited about anthony richardson we'll see that once we get to some of these games and so i would still hold off on saying that richardson's going to be the starter week one but it is going to come at some point this year whether it's you know, week four, week eight, uh, week 10, whatever it may be. It's going to be his job eventually. I, I just still would be hesitant that it would be week
1: one. I've got 30 seconds, Trev. The the demise of the running back, I, I didn't see that coming. Does this surprise you?
9: No, it really doesn't. And we've seen this trend over the last, you know, I, I'll say half decade because There's just so many good running backs, right? We talk about like, oh, you know, you got to pay them. They're so talented. They are talented. I'm not saying these guys aren't talented. They're incredibly talented. Some of those well-balanced athletes in the league. But the thing is, Steve, there's just so many backs out there that can get it done. And we see it time and time again. And that's the reason why the value is going down, not because these guys aren't talented.
1: We're going to have you back, I hope, a lot during the season, Trevor. Where can people see your work?
9: Yeah, everywhere over at ProFootballFocus, PFF.com, on all the social medias, at Tampa Bay Trey. And, yes, Steve, of course, it's any time for you, my friend. I
1: appreciate you, Trev. Thanks, man. Trevor Sykema, one of our grads, joining us here from ProFootballFocus. Focus. Twelve twenty seven time check brought to you by Shiloh. We hope to hear from Gator coach Billy Napier next, ESPN, one FM, 850
0: AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communication, ESPN, ninety-eight 1 FM, and eight fifty AM. WRUF.
7: Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving.
10: All I said was I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing: I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them, who's paying for your radio advertisements? Who's producing your radio show? After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, that's all there is to it.
7: Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff, and I work for Talon Wealth.
10: That's right, Christian, we don't have to sell annuities. To provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournesteg.com.
11: Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. License B056341. This is not
6: a contest. It's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways
0: with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included.
4: If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just $2.99 to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129 1-800-249-9129 if you're between the first 20 callers you also get a bahamas cruise and don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans we can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird and you get orlando las vegas or cancun for just 2.99 plus a bahamas cruise What are you waiting for? Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the
7: public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the federal health insurance marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at coveringflorida.org to learn more. That's coveringflorida.org.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. Try one right now. And try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
7: Sunny skies should prevail across most of our area through much of the afternoon. High temperatures getting into the lower 90s, but with all that direct sunshine, it'll feel warmer than that, feeling like the upper 90s. Now, sea breeze storms should pop up along the Atlantic coast. They'll push inland and west during the afternoon and evening. Coverage should be isolated at best. Overnight tonight, mostly clear skies, lows tomorrow morning in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And
0: now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Gator football team practice today, and right now at the podium, Gator football coach Billy Napier, here he is live.
12: Young so, very impactful, uh, just challenging our guys relative to living life with conviction our intentionality about our attitude our approach our mindset um, and he had a great quote he said you know his personal definition of character is when what I say what I do and how my how I live my life become one so I think that really spoke to our guys um, and the guys really special human beings certainly um, got a ton of respect for what he does. So really good to have Inky here. A little bit of an injury update. I know you'll have some questions there. we we'll kind of get that out of the way. Um, you know, Lindell Hudson, you know, was in a car accident. Um, he's in concussion protocol. Shamar James, lower body injury, banged up a little bit yesterday. Um, that's kind of day-to-day to be determined. Um, and then we have... We anticipate getting a couple of these soft-tissue guys back, Trey Wilson, Ty Bowman. Um, and outside of that, I think we're in pretty good shape. Um, but, you know, we're three days in. Um, last night was spirited, first day in pads. Uh, really like this team, and uh, I respect uh, their approach to accountability. We talk about telling each other the truth. Um, and being consistent in that, living the truth, uh, telling the truth, and being able to take the truth, right? And uh, ultimately, uh, this group's in a good place. Um, we've got some leadership that has developed, and I think the personality of this group is in a good place. So what questions we got here? Billy,
13: are you able to confirm that Shamar's injury was to his knee? And, um with him potentially sidelined, what are you looking for from some of these young linebackers
9: as well as transfers that have come in into this rebuild position?
12: Yeah, lower body injury um, to be determined, uh, but I do think it presents opportunity. You know, Shamar's obviously contributed to our team, played a bunch last year, but you know, there's gonna, that group is very competitive. It's one of the more competitive uh, positions on our team, and we're really excited about that group. Uh, The growth we've seen, uh, the maturity we've seen. You know, take a guy like Scooby, who's made tremendous progress. Um, Certainly getting Wingo back from the injury. Then you throw Taraja Mitchell, uh, Manny Nunnery in the mix, and Jaden obviously is a freshman. All those guys have been here, um, you know, going all the way back to January. So it's a very competitive room. Uh, And this is going to allow those guys to get more reps and take full advantage of the situation.
9: Could you expand a little on just the leadership qualities those guys have shown, especially with with two great players to fill the shoes in for there?
12: Yeah, you know, I think one of the things about our team is that I think this group of transfers uh, in particular, there's a handful of these guys that have tremendous uh, maturity, experience, leadership. There's an awareness They come in with a different perspective. They see what's positive, they see what's negative. um, And I think that's been really beneficial for our team. Taraja Mitchell uh, fits into that category, right? So he's been a part of really good teams. uh, And I think he's got a unique perspective and he's provided leadership there. Um, Wingo's one of the more respected people and players on our team. Uh, We all know that. Um, You know, there's others that fit into that. Cam Carroll's got presence. Graham Mertz has presence. Uh, R.J. Moten has presence. Uh, Those are guys that I think are a little bit older, um, see things uh, with a little bit more maturity and awareness, and I think that's been beneficial for our team. Billy,
13: can you talk a little bit about the addition of Brandon Spikes, just working with the unit, what his role is, and kind of how that transpired?
12: Yeah, I've been very impressed uh, with Brandon. You know, Vernell Brown uh, reached out to me, uh, I'm going to say, really it's been pretty recent, I think, going back to June. uh, Brandon came into town. He's coming back to get his degree. Um, And he wanted to have a role. You know, he wanted to contribute to this place. He really cares about the University of Florida uh, and, and what this place did for him. Not only as a football player, but as a man, as a student, uh, the the way that that helped kind of his path in life, and he's had legitimate success at the professional level. Right, immediately uh, he's brings credibility, pedigree, production, um, and I I respect Brandon. Brandon Brandon's very intelligent. Uh, he's been around a lot of football, a lot of players, a lot of coaches, a lot of teams. Uh, he cares about the place, and I think he's he's really brought something. There's, he's, there's presence there, uh, and I've told him, I said, look, be vocal, you know, um, and he's doing a good job of mentoring players. He's he's already connected with a number of guys. So I think Spikes is going gonna to make our team better, so it's always good to get a guy who's you know, doing the right thing, coming back to get his degree, uh, that has experience and that could, um influence our young people in a positive way.
14: I know it's uh, kind of um, early and they're not necessarily in pads yet, but any young faces, any newcomers that have kind of stood out in your mind or the first couple of days?
12: Yeah. No, I mean, I think um, I'm not disappointed with any of the players uh, that we've added to our team, in particular the um, – yeah – I mean, I, I'm, I'm very pleased. I think the evaluations were spot on. I think the body types are what you would look for. Um, and a lot of these guys are going to have to play. You know, I mean, there's a lot of height, length, and speed out there. And I think for the most part, they've got character. And, you know, it's just going to be a matter of taking advantage of each meeting, each walkthrough, each practice. Um, and, you know, young players – they haven't felt the urgency, right? They they don't quite know what it's like on third down in the swamp, right? So, in um, some of these venues, we have to play in on the road. So, that's coming, you know. In the meantime, I think our veteran players are trying to um, educate them on, hey, look, you know, it's it's going to get thick here pretty soon. So we got to make the most of each opportunity. So overall. Very pleased with every young player out there.
13: You said the competition at linebacker is going to be fierce, but that cornerback opposite Jason Marshall, what do you see there? It seems like several guys vying for that spot.
12: Well, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great to get Devin Moore back healthy. You know, obviously, he started as a true freshman. Um, And then Jalen, obviously, he had a terrific offseason, right? So uh, Kimber's had a lot of lean muscle. He's always tested well. He can run. He can jump. Uh, he's had the injury uh, upon arrival with the shoulder. That was a little bit of a setback. And then he had the cast last year on his hand. So I think he's a player that sees an opportunity. And, um, you know, you throw the young players in there when you start talking about uh, Jakeem and Dee Johnson, who's uh, been very impressive. So... Um, Gates is, you know, not quite there, but he's able to participate with the brace on coming off the knee. I think that's a good room, and certainly it's going to be competitive.
15: With regard to the tight end room, looks like Dante Sanders did quite a bit of work to kind of lean out and, and get his body into good shape. Just what, what do you see with that unit maybe guys with like Arliss who have progressed to a point where they might be able to contribute?
12: Yeah, I think tight end and safety are very similar uh, in a lot of regards in terms of, We're going to be dependent on young players that maybe don't have significant experience. Maybe we've got a veteran or two, Um, but I like that group. That group, there's growth that needs to take place there. I do think they had a really good summer. It's one of the more challenging positions on our team. Safety would be in the same category. So that's always a little bit of a concern as a coach, but I I do think we have capable players. You know, Dante is respected on our team. He's got a little bit of a unique story. Um, And a guy who I think cares about the team. He's a selfless player. Um, And he's a very capable player. Arliss is talented. Hayden's talented. Tony's talented. Um, Certainly Odom's coming off the knee. And then we moved Andrew over. So, you know, that group is, there's minimal experience there outside of Dante. And you know, Odom played at times last year as well. So we need that group to come on, and uh, it's a really important training camp for them.
13: You know, Billy, Austin Armstrong came up in the age of technology even more than you and a lot mm-hmm. of us and seems to be using that to his benefit with the way he structures practices. Mm-hmm. I think Coach Chaos even mentioned how he does it differently. Mm-hmm. Have, what do you think of the style where it's like, brief film, walk through, back and forth doing that, and and how does that keep the kids engaged?
12: No, I I think that, you know, we've always been, um, we're always looking for a better way. You know, I mean, there's no question. I think everybody's responsible for that. Um, But I I do think that the kids learn better sometimes in a walkthrough setting. There's no question about it, right? And research would tell us that, you know, this group of young people from an attention span standpoint and all those different things, you need to keep them moving, right? So um, I'm a little old school as well, right? I think they ought to be able to sit in a room and pay attention for 45 minutes um, and take great notes. And uh, so we talk a lot about meeting room expectations. You know, we have, uh, we work closely with a lot of outside uh, people to help us do that better and certainly a walkthrough is an extension of the meeting. You know, stand up and take it to the grass, take it to a room like this. Um, and I think it's very beneficial for our players for sure.
13: Are you integrating any of that in other position groups? I mean, with the, with the other side of the ball, excuse me, because it sounds like it's yeah, entire no, defense.
12: Yeah, we have – this This is um, nothing new is what I would say. I think we're we're probably – spending more time together as a unit, okay, that maybe we have in the past. Um, and I think it's been beneficial. What have you seen from
4: the uh,
14: quarterbacks and the chemistry with the receivers, just kind of in the passing
12: group? Yeah, and so I, I've been pleased. You know, I think um, I think we continue to get better. I think, you know, throwing a catch in perspective, I think we've gotten a little bit better each day, which is to be expected. It was very much like that spring ball um, we came off of a three-day break, um, but I do think that I've been very pleased. I thought we probably had our best day at receiver yesterday. Um, the young players are improving, and I think we're getting good, consistent play. Uh, Ricky's really sharp. Um, I think Caleb Douglas is doing good things. Andy Jean has made a big jump you know, this summer. Uh, hopeful to get some of these guys back here. Trey. Um Ty, those guys will contribute, that would be a big deal to get those guys back healthy. How
15: do, you, how do you coordinate rep distribution at quarterback this early on in camp? Is it, like, a focus on trying to get as many first-team reps for as many guys as possible? Like, what, what's the, the breakdown? How do you kind of go about that?
12: Yeah, we have a specific plan for each practice, um, and I would tell you that that's for each um, position group. Uh, we try to spread out the workload for a number of reasons, just from a learning perspective, but also from a sports science standpoint. But, you know, we've got the QB set at a certain percentage right now, um, and then we just adjust practice to practice based off of what we see.
16: We talked a lot about Graham and, uh, and Jack, but what have you seen from Max, um, just as a young guy who didn't mm-hmm. play last year, but he, he seems to be spinning really well and, and more accurate now than he was maybe even in the spring?
12: yeah no max has made improvement you know i think he's a, a classic example of a really good athlete that just started playing quarterback a couple of years into high school um, and we took the guy for those reasons specifically right the pedigree is an athlete he's a really good baseball player um, the guy can run um, he's i think he's gained like eight or nine pounds of lean muscle too right so i think just a rep repetition of throwing and catching i think the the quarterback blueprint that we use in the summer um, is pretty rigorous, and I think he's benefited from that, but there's no doubt his accuracy's improved. I think he's cleaned up his footwork, his stroke is you know much more consistent um, and again, I think there's some knowledge that contributes to that too you know in, in terms of understanding of the system so I think Max has come along pretty nice nicely, so still. You know, there's an information gap there. He's got to catch up mentally. But um, his work ethic this summer has impressed the staff and it's impressed the players. Um, So I think he's kind of got right in there in Graham's hip pocket Um, and he's worked uh, the way that you would want a quarterback to work. Not
16: that Graham or Jack can't run, but is Max's athleticism something you could use this year in spots?
12: Uh, I think that's to, to be determined. Uh, but there's no question, as a player, that's one of the strengths that he has. Uh, he would bring a – there would be an element to his game and I think contribute to your team if, if he was playing. Go to
15: the back. Um, with Coach Armstrong, what is
6: something that you're seeing differently with the defensive line and the linebackers as they work on the pass rush?
12: You know, I think um, Austin's done a really good job. Connected with the staff and with the players, you know. I think first and foremost, that's where, um, you know, anytime you uh, take on a new group of people, that's the most important piece, right? And I think from the from the jump, uh, he did a really good job. Obviously, getting the Cliff notes from PT coming in. Okay, hey, you've been here a year. These are the issues. These are the things that need to be resolved and cleaned up. Uh, His relationship with PT, obviously having worked with myself in the past, has benefited. Uh, But, you know, I think Austin uh, has a certain temperament, and I think that uh, that's rubbed off on the staff and the players. I think we're benefiting from that. I do think, again, I can't emphasize enough, we've improved personnel, uh, and I think we also have um, the staff is in the second year. All the people around Austin are doing all these things for the second time. So, um, you know, we need to improve on third down. I think that's pretty uh, about as obvious as it can be. Uh, We're working hard on that as we speak. And also one
6: more thing. Um, What are fans going to expect at this live practice you're doing on Saturday?
12: Yeah, it's a good point, and I I appreciate you tossing that one up there. I was hoping somebody would ask about that. You know, really – just trying to bring back um, you know it's a tradition in a lot of places that I've worked, but I think also at some point here it was a tradition It's really a reward for the fans, you know I mean ultimately they get an opportunity to watch the the team play in spring uh early in training camp uh, for our fans, about a month out from the opener, you know to get a chance to sit in the swamp and watch our guys practice and you know, really see what goes into a football practice at this level. You know, the, um, and I think put on display hundreds of people and how they contribute, right? We've got a lot of people that allow us to run a really efficient practice. So, you know, you get to see some of the young players. Uh, you get to see some of the positions where there's competition. Uh, but more importantly, just a respect for the people in the organization that do a great job helping us. Uh, Practice the way we do so, you know, there's going to be a unique opportunity for our fans to watch this practice and then there's also an opportunity um, To learn more about Florida Victorious, you know, there's an autograph session post practice uh, for about 45 minutes where if you're a subscriber to Florida Victorious you get an opportunity to participate in that so we encourage all of our fans to do both You know come to the practice And certainly hang around for the autograph session after practice. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right, guys. Thank you all. All
1: right. There's Billy Napier uh, post-practice today, live, talking about his football team. Uh, Injury update. uh, What to expect if you go out to practice on Saturday. Uh, And that is Billy for today. It's 12.50. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll come back and take more of your calls, questions, comments on Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Brooke tonight Gator soccer will kick off the start of their season with two exhibition matches. The action will begin on Sunday afternoon in Disney Stadium at 3 p.m. versus Georgia Southern. The following match will be versus North Florida Saturday evening in Jacksonville. The NFL is back tonight with a preseason showdown of the New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns as they will play the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Don't miss the coverage of that game here tonight at 7.30. Moving on to Gator football, the team has started their first fall practices as of Monday and is set to have an open practice for fans this Saturday from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke Janite.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: Does your knee pain keep getting
1: worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, 352 400 4550. 352 400 4550. QC Kinetics.
7: Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. New sneakers fresh backpack, three spiral-bound notebooks. Check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you
9: with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of
7: opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org slash empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA.
10: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com.
0: Jack Youngblood.
10: Play action fake
0: to Williams.
17: Under a rush, and Jack Youngblood has him and brings him down.
16: Wilbur Marshall. Not flat,
17: and he is down, and as though he's taking a real
9: top shot, Wilbur Marshall, and man to make contact. Joe Hayden.
6: brought to rolling right. And he's got a man, but it's intercepted. Picked off by Joe Hayden.
0: Who writes the next chapter on the history of domination in the swamp? Gators football returns to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium this September. Right here on your home for the 15-time SEC East champion, Florida Gators.
18: Got a man open, down the sideline, headed for the end zone. That is 98 yards. A gutsy play call by the Gators.
0: We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUM. Your home for Gators football. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 981 FM and
1: 850 AM, WRUF. All right, we got about three or four minutes left in the hour. Uh, if you want to get a call in before we get to hour number 2 uh three nine two eight two five five, You can email uh, srussell at com. I don't know, uh, you know, that anything uh, came of, you know, what Billy Napier said today. But, look, he's just, that that, that that's what you're going to get. He's not going to elaborate a whole lot Um, but at least Saturday you can go out there and check out things for yourself. I didn't know if you saw this Um, the NCAA is doing something here that was going to try to do something about name image and likeness compensation that all college athletes would be eligible for injury insurance after they leave school, after they leave school. Um, Remember, because of all these different state laws, there's no thing that governs everything. Um, So now they're asking that a registration process for agents be created, and financial advisors, too, who want to represent college athletes and booster-funded NILs, develop a standardized contract for NIL deals, and establish disclosure requirements for athletes and collectives or companies that provide NIL compensation. We will see. I'm not too hopeful uh, that's going to happen, um, but we will see. Um, all right, let's get a couple of emails. In the second hour, uh, Allison Posey, one of our grads working up in Tallahassee, is going to talk about what FSU, the, the, the sabers that FSU is rattling uh, and how real that might be. And then uh, Agent Extraordinaire Lee Steinberg uh, will join us here. And I've got a myriad of things to talk to him about. Some afternoon baseball today. The Marlins are playing the Phillies now. Uh, and the Phillies lead that one uh, by a score of 2 nothing. There are other uh, games being played today as well. The Rays are not playing. Texas is playing later on today. Max Scherzer is starting in that game. The Mets are at Kansas City, and the Mets get to see Brady Singer in that game. That is an afternoon game uh, today. That's among... The game's being played. And then uh, the Rays begin a series at Detroit tomorrow. And we'll have that for you uh, live. Uh, Later in the week, tomorrow, because that's all there is left in the week, Herm Edwards is going to talk some NFL with you. Uh, From the coach perspective, what do you try to accomplish at this time of the year? You know, with the first exhibition games coming up, all of that, uh, he will join us and we're trying to get some other guests uh, to come on as well and then as I said we're going to start getting the Utah perspective here uh, very soon Uh, it's our hope we'll have Kyle Whittingham joining us at some point the Utah coach Uh, four weeks from today Gator football opens up the season uh, against Utah on the road for a night game Going to be on a Thursday this year. That'll be interesting. That's our first hour. We thank you for listening to Sports Scene. Want to talk sports with you? Lord knows there's plenty to talk about today. If you're just tuning in, if FSU and Miami were to leave the ACC, do you want them in the SEC? Tell me why you would. Tell me why you wouldn't. ESPN 98.1 FM, A50 AM, WUF.
0: Gainesville,
19: u
1: 251 Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
2: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. This is not a
0: contest. It's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation
6: ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included.
4: If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just 2 dollars to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. If you're between the first 20 callers, you also get a Bahamas cruise. And don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans. We can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years. Name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. And you get Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun for just two ninety nine dollars plus a Bahamas cruise. What are you waiting for? Call now 1-800-249-9129, 1-800-249-9129. If you're looking for the
1: best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40 plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98 1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: Our tour of Sports Scene is underway with our producer, Ailey, and you. Thanks for making time out of your busy day to join us. I hope you'll participate today around our guest because I think there's a lot of stuff to talk about. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. If Florida State and or Miami were to leave the ACC, would you want them in the SEC. If you do, tell me why. If you don't, tell me why. And later on in the show, uh, one of our grads, Allison Posey, who works up uh, in Tallahassee, will give us um, the latest on that situation. CBSSports.com is reporting that leaders in the Big Ten have authorized the commissioner to explore adding Oregon and Washington as expansion teams. So if if you think this is not happening as we speak, it is. Um, Now, the interesting thing in the report, um, this is from CBS Sports' Dennis Dodd, who's been a guest on our show many times, and hopefully we can get him on here uh, tomorrow if he's not too busy, um, is that those schools will apparently not be guaranteed a full revenue share from the league if they are, in fact, added. And the other thing is that there's possibly some other Schools in the league um, with Cal and Stanford also being considered. We will see. Apparently, though, if they want to only add two, Oregon and Washington would be the two they pick. If they wanted to add four, then Cal and Stanford. And that would bring the membership, if I'm right, to 20. 20. The Washington Board of Regents um, apparently had a meeting to discuss all of this as well. So, once again, it's happening. and I there's no other way around this. Um, I do think there is a chance that you're going to see announcements made about expansion even before the season starts. I really believe that. That's how fast all this stuff is moving. And I can certainly get the sentiment that nobody in the Pac-12 wants to be the team or the school that sort of breaks up the league because that's how it'll go down. You know, wh- whichever school leaves or schools leave, they're going to be pointed at as the ones that help, you know, the league fold if, in fact, it doesn't add other teams. So, this is a fascinating subject, and we will see what happens with this. Uh, okay, we got some calls to take. Uh, Boxing Jim is first. Jim, hello. Hey
20: Steve, Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions about our football team. Uh, I'm hearing that the offensive line might be pretty good. Uh, What'd you say?
1: Here's the—you know—I've done this a long time, and—and here's the thing, Jim. I quit speculating.
20: Okay. Because we don't know. Based on last
1: year, we don't know. Right yeah. I mean does it have the does it have the possibility of being good? I mean, Florida just lost the kid that transferred from Kentucky in here. he's going to move back home to be closer to an ailing relative um that doesn't help the depth of it certainly, and you know health is always a concern when it comes to that, but yes um I, I think the question becomes you know how deep can you go? And substitute as an offensive line coach, and be satisfied, right? So you, you get the kid from Baylor coming in here. You know Austin Barber, a Goughin back. So yeah, uh, there's you know Richie Leonard. There, there's some guys here that can certainly play. How deep can you go? That remains to be seen. I think.
20: Yeah, that was my next question. Uh, how deep are we uh, at uh, offensive linemen uh, today?
1: Well, again, we don't get to see practice. We're going to get to see practice Saturday, so we'll get. I'll have more of an idea of that. Um, I would think Florida now probably is satisfied with seven. It would be my guess. But, I, again, I'll, we'll get more of an idea, I think, after Saturday. And remember, see, we're very early into camp here, too.
20: Oh, yeah. Do you see the defense being better than last year? It seems like any measure of improvement would be... <laughs> You know any improvement?
1: If it's not better than last year, there's real problems. I mean, it, it's it's almost it almost has to be. Um, and you have a new guy in here that you know is known to be a blitzer. Um, but I, I think what he said the other day, Jim, is really interesting. He said, "You get better on third down." by being better on first and second down. And he yeah. is spot on when he says that.
20: Absolutely. I agree 100%. Well, uh, just a couple more, Steve.
1: Uh,
20: you know, last year it seemed like uh, our safeties, our defensive backs, and overall just, you know, wasn't that, wasn't doing a good job. Uh, so this year, uh, how, how, what do you think? <laughs> just beginning this season. I mean,
1: we need a lot of help there. Napier did talk about that today. Um, oh, you know, he, he likes that he likes the cornerback room. He does think safety is a position, though, that's got to get you know some work done. Um, you know, some young people may have to step in and play there. Um, but he does see uh the, the corner position, you know, Jaden Hill, people like that, being pretty good.
20: And those one more question. Okay, Mertz and Miller, what
1: do you see there? And then I'll hang up after you. Um, I don't. I think Mertz is still probably the guy. Um, I haven't seen or heard anything to change that. I think he's not certainly said Mertz is the starter yet. And he did say that they alter practices to allow each quarterback to get first-team reps at a different rate. So I think the competition is still ongoing.
20: Okay, well, I'm looking forward. Uh don't like the idea on the 31st to open up in uh, out Utah, but now that Utah lost their quarterback and maybe tied in a few key players. Is that Well, oh, no, their
1: quarterback yeah. is back. He's just hurt. Oh, he is. Um, rising Is back. He came back to school. Uh, he's well, been limited in practice because they're hoping to have him back full strength by the start of the year.
19: Okay. okay. Thank you, Steve. I All mean. right,
1: Jim. Thank you. Lee, welcome to the show.
19: Great show, Steve. What you got? Hey, everybody likes to be king for his day. So let's say you're king for his day. Would you rather have Miami and Florida State in the SEC or let's pick a uh, state school like Virginia and North Carolina?
1: Uh, Virginia so North Carolina. Carolina. And, and not, beca- not because of any slight to those schools, but if I'm looking at this, Lee, like a commissioner, right, for the, for the betterment of the league, you have a different footprint. You have a different geographic footprint in an area you're not in. That's why I would go like that way.
19: Yeah, and if you took those two plus the 12 other state schools, you know, take Florida to Texas to Oklahoma, you know them all, all 12. To add two more, that's 14 state schools. And we have Ford, like Auburn, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, you know, that aren't state school. But man, that'd be awesome. 14 uh, state schools. I, I'd much rather have North Carolina probably over like a Duke, like a private elitist Duke. Uh, and I'd rather have Virginia over Virginia Tech, and definitely, like you said, anybody over Florida State, Miami.
1: But it's funny funny now, though, Virginia is picked to finish last in the ACC.
19: (laughs) Didn't we play them in the Orange Bowl with Dan Mullen Mm, Not too long ago, yeah,
1: not too long ago, and they're picked to finish last in the league.
19: (laughs) Well, we're we're, we're down, too, so you look at that Miami Orange Bowl, that was the, the height of both programs. Wow, how the mighty have fallen! Huh? Yep.
1: All right, appreciate you, Lee. Right, I pr- yeah. Thank you for your yep. call. Uh, Adam is next. Hi, Adam.
17: Hey, Steve. Uh, go Gators! Uh, great show today. I appreciate you, my man. Um, seems like the uh, the alignment question has basically been answered. Obviously, um, Miami and Florida State is, in my opinion, just re- like you said, the footprint. It's all about the network deals and the TV footprint and whatnot. Um, do you agree with that? It'd be silly for the SEC to add FSU and Miami to begin with. No, I don't
1: think it'd be silly because it depends on the lens you're looking through. Okay, if you're looking, if you're looking at television or geography or things like that, um, you know what is Virgi- Virginia's good in basketball? Right, but their football program is on you know on rough times, so are you looking at this from just a football footprint, or are you looking at this from an athletic footprint? I think that's the other thing you have to consider
17: well i mean i i I think that the the contracts that the the t v networks are are bringing to um the conferences are pretty much dominating you know money money talks and b s walks right so I mean, in my opinion, that's kind of what they're looking at. And Florida is, is the flagship, you know, in the state of Florida. So, you know, in Virginia, uh, North Carolina, I think I, I agree with your former caller, you know, as far as Duke goes, God bless them, but they'd just be another Vanderbilt in the conference. Um, and I, and believe me, with Virginia getting more money to bring it. But, but my question um, goes to, like, with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league and making it, you know, a 16-conference uh League like, why would we? We're still the dominant conference in in college football. Why why are we trying to keep up with the Big Ten and make it eighteen twenty or what have
1: you? Well, nobody's saying the league is. I'm just saying right. I, I threw it out for discussion because of what FSU is doing. So in other words, if FSU were to bolt the ACC and Miami were to you know follow suit, as an SEC fan, would you rather see? You know, floor, uh, the SEC go after them or go after somebody else. I'm not saying the SEC is going to do that. I, I see no indication they're going to. But in this world, you never know.
17: Yeah, that that's true. Um, so moving on, I I I, I really think that uh, the conference is pretty pretty settled, and especially considering the the expanse with. Texas and Oklahoma. Now, I mean, those are dominant programs. I mean, we've got a lot to figure out in the SEC just with them coming in. Um, but, you know, progress is progress, and who knows where that will go. So, um, it, it, uh, you had a caller uh, talking about the defensive backs, um, and I would remind people of Devin Moore.
1: Yep, he's back healthy now. That helps.
17: He's back healthy. Uh, Jason Marshall is, is dominant. According to what what I'm hearing uh, about um, his his uh, his progress, but Devin Moore is a beast. Miguel Mitchell in the safety room I think is going to be all that a bag of chips, and Jaden Hill is back fully healthy as well in that star position, and I think that is going to be a huge a huge benefit. And I don't think we need to worry too tough, but the safety position overall, and nobody's really talking about Shamar James. Like, this guy was a freshman and came in and made a, a huge difference. And I like Derek Wingo there, too.
1: You well, know, he, um, they, he was talked about today because he's hurt. But, um, but it, we'll see if he makes back. Hard. All right, I got to run, Adam. Thank you for your call. It's one sixteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98 1 FM, 850
11: AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Washburn. The NFL Hall of Fame game starts tonight in Canton, Ohio, as the New York Jets and Cleveland Browns will be the two teams to kick off the preseason. Coverage of the game starts right here at 7.30. Inter-Miami hosted Orlando City last night in the Leagues Cup round of 32. After an hour and a half weather delay, the sold-out crowd saw more messy magic as the Argentines scored twice in route to a 3-1 victory. The Tampa Bay Rays lost 7-2 against the New York Yankees last night, but are looking stronger after winning back-to-back series on the road. After being off today for travel, the Rays will prepare for a three-game series in Detroit to take on the Tigers this weekend. At your Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Alex Washburn.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM
1: WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue owned and operated by the Cousins family for over 40 years. And since opening their doors, day one, they've done the same thing, providing you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. Cream of the crop, the best, and late model, low mileage vehicles. I've been a customer of theirs for a long time. I've driven many vehicles purchased from there, and I must tell you, in all candor, every one of them has been really good for me. It lasted me a long time, very minimal in terms of service, and a lot of fun in driving the vehicles. They do their best to give you a wide selection of vehicles to choose from, different price points, obviously different makes and models to make your car buying experience the very best it can be. You can go online, secars.com, check them out that way, or go test drive them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. But you know what to do when you go see them in person. Make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency.
16: spectacular summer of savings event, giving you a break from inflation and rising interest rates. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price, plus three years, zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments, rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, even GIA certified. Buy now and spread your payments over 36 months with 0% interest. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? Your payment is just $84 a month and will even cover your first two payments completely or how about some rollback pricing on wedding bands at idc now through august you can take 20 percent off any wedding band that's price deflation international diamond Center's summer of savings event your refuge from rising prices special discounts and three years zero interest financing now for a limited time only at international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit, some product restrictions apply see store for details
6: Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to
10: anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work. With 0% financing available, visit M-A-A-C-O, Gainesville.com. Or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street.
16: Call U.S. Med now to learn more.
0: 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
16: When it's the hottest day of the summer. <sighs> but <laughs> it's the hottest day of the summer. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Geaters.
14: This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Before Allison Posey joins us to talk about FSU situation, let's take some calls. We'll start with D. D. Hello. Hey,
21: Steve. I want to talk about the NFL with you right quick, sure. uh, specifically a Browns and uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, you know, Steve. Deshaun Watson has a two hundred thirty-two million dollar guaranteed contract, but yeah, you you don't hear anything about him. Uh, is there any pressure on him? obviously there's pressure, but you just don't hear the constant banter like you do. You hear some of these other quarterbacks, and I know he plays in the same division as Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, but you you can't tell me that Cleveland Browns signed him to that big deal and there and there aren't high expectations. So I'm just you know wondering why he's flying so low under the radar.
1: I think the reason is partly because of who he plays for, right the browns have have been very spotty in terms of success over the last few years uh and we haven't seen him. I mean he was very pedestrian last year, and I think people figured he would be you know coming off what he did. so there's not a lot of expectation for the Browns. So I think it follows. There's not a lot of expectation for him, would be my guess.
21: All right, well, for $232 million, I would expect something. So that's oh, just, yeah, I,
1: I don't disagree with your point. I think it's just because, you know, the Cleveland hasn't been very good. We haven't seen him play. And I think people, frankly, have forgotten that contract because he hasn't played a whole lot.
21: Right. Uh, on the AR, Steve, uh, you know, I, I think I told you before you went on your vacation that You know, I expect him to start. Um, You know, Gardner Minshew just does. If if I'm a Indianapolis Colts fan, uh, you know, expectations alone, it's a first year head coach. Uh, You know, Gardner Minshew isn't making me want to go out and buy tickets to go see the Colts. He's 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 a backup, and you know, he he started two games for the Eagles last year and he lost both of them. Uh, He he does nothing for me. So, uh, you know, like I said, there's no pressure on the Colts to really win right away next year. So you'll put AR in, let them learn, and, uh, you know, get some juice behind that franchise because with everything they got going on, uh, those fans need something positive and, and you know, something to hope for.
1: Here's the dilemma, I think, when it comes to that. Uh, I looked this up the other day. Minchie was 8-16 and 16 as a starter. Now, he hasn't played with good teams let, when, he, when he played. Let, let's be honest about that. But if you're a veteran on that team... You know, you owe it to your veterans to play the best guy, right? I understand late in a season, if you're not going anywhere, okay, you play a kid. But I think you have to at least begin the season by, okay, we're 0-0. and We're in a division that, you know, Jacksonville is the favorite, but we might be the second-best team in the division, so we owe it on on game one to start our best guy. Now, if that's Richardson – you start them, no doubt.
14: Right. Hey, Steve.
1: Hey, Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Bring Mike to the show. Hi, Mike.
14: Thank you for taking my call. I wanted to talk about the uh, um, expansion of the league. I'm sure. not in favor of any further expansion. I think it's big enough already. If you had two more schools, each school share would go from 116th to 118th. And as far as Miami and FSU are concerned, FSU is a good regional fit, and their fans would be thrilled to be able to play regional rivals. Miami less so they have a smaller athletic department. I have other reasons I don't like them, and I'm going to go into it, but I don't think the TV market for Miami would make up for the revenue that they would be pulling out, not necessarily bringing in. The two schools, the Carolina and Duke, excuse me, Virginia, fantastic academically, but the problem there is they're very... Ivy League-ish in their athletic program makeup, they would be dropping out of playing league games in men's lacrosse, uh, men's soccer, uh, women's field hockey, and believe it or not, Virginia actually has a varsity squash team. And the East Coast schools that play that sort of thing, they'd be leaving that coming into the SEC, which is more meat, meat and potatoes kind of competition And I don't think, from their standpoint, they're really a very good fit. Well, here to stay on the East Coast.
1: Here's the thing, Mike, that I don't know. Okay, let's take Florida situation. They've got a lacrosse team. They're not in the SEC, but they compete in the American Conference, and you know they're still part of what's going on at Florida. Is the squashed? Is there an ACC squash league?
14: No, but the point is there are a lot of SEC schools that play sports that are not sanctioned, like Alabama, Tennessee have rowing. They have rifle at Kentucky and Ole Miss. There's equestrian across the deep south, which is not NCAA sanctioned. And Vanderbilt is a defending champion in women's bowling. Yep. So I, I get your point, but in their case, these other sports do have ACC championships. It's a larger component of what they do than what we have. And I don't know if they want to drop out and have five or six sports dangling that they have to, they don't have a conference championship that they used to have. They come over. I don't think the TV market is going to be that great. Neither of those schools have huge football followings. So, you know, it's give or take. I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> and I think that's the, that's do, the dilemma, Mike. That is, <laughs> I think a lot of people are saying the exact same thing you're saying. I don't know what to say. I hear you.
14: Thank you. Okay, Mike, Bye. thank
1: you. Uh, Drew says the idea of bringing in FSU and Miami is interesting at face value. don't believe they bring enough to justify slicing two more pieces off the pie. However, I can see the SEC bringing them in just to box the Big Ten out of Florida because the Big Ten's shown they don't care about geography, and uh, Daryl says he doesn't want FSU or Miami, he wants Clemson. They appear to be more of an SEC school and Georgia Tech because of the Atlanta TV market. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Allison Posey, who's up in Tallahassee, one of our Gator grads, will talk to you about that whole situation next. ESPN 98.1 FM, fifty AM, WRUF.
0: Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more.
6: The first two Gator teams under Coach Spurrier brought home SEC championships, and on Monday, August 14th, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating its second championship, another great year. Enjoy a premium buffet with Spurrier's favorite dishes, special guests, limited edition collector's coins, and other prizes, including dinner with the HBC and Jerry Spurrier. Proceeds from the night go to the Ronald McDonald House. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and reserve a ticket. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, right in the heart of Gator Nation.
18: Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter. Stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover Credit Cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com
0: slash match. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
7: Sunny skies should prevail across most of our area through much of the afternoon. High temperatures getting into the lower 90s, but with all that direct sunshine, it'll feel warmer than that, feeling like the upper 90s. Now, sea breeze storms should pop up along the Atlantic coast. They'll push inland and west during the afternoon and evening. Coverage should be isolated at best. Overnight tonight, mostly clear skies, lows tomorrow morning in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
0: With the dog days of summer coming to an end, we want to send you out in style with a trip to the drum. The Rays host the Cleveland Guardians on Saturday, August 12th. And we're going to hook you up with four tickets to the game and a hotel stay in Tampa. And when you get back to Gainesville, how about a $50 gift card to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill? along with an autographed visor courtesy of the HBC. To register, log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There, you'll find the Race Summer Showcase. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win. And we thank you for listening to ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Your home for race baseball. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com.
1: As I've said many times, it's always good when I can talk back to... Our Gator grads. Allison Posey has worked a long time up in Tallahassee in television, where she is still doing that. Uh, and she's going to join us now uh, to talk about the situation at Florida State. Allison, good to talk to you. Uh, I'm not shocked by this, but the fact that they've made this public, you know, when they scheduled that Board of Trustees meeting, I kind of went, hmm, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you just don't schedule a Board of Trustees meeting just to schedule one. But as you take a look at this, you're up there, you're around FSU all the time. What do you make of all this?
8: Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on, sure. Steve. You know, I love chatting and catching up. But, I mean, in my opinion, it, it was kind of a message to the ACC. Uh, you know, look, we're going to hold this meeting. We're going to call you out. We're gonna, We know this is going to be national news. The ball is in your court now. So I think it was kind of one of those things. They had a meeting. They had a lot of other agenda items on it, too. Uh, getting $9 million for two planes for the athletic department was one of them, uh, which they approved. Uh, but it, it was kind of a shout-out to the ACC. Hey, we're going to hold this meeting, and people are going to talk about it, and now you got to make up your mind about what you want to do.
1: Walk me through this, though. I'm trying to make sense of this. Th- fsu and everybody else in the league approved that new revenue sharing plan right based on Mm -hmm. how well you do in the league well that was approved so given that why this next step if everybody already knew what the plan was you're not going to change that plan overnight so is this just saber rattling here
8: Yeah, I think, and I think, too, that FSU wants more, and it's no secret that they have wanted more. Uh, Michael Alford was very vocal about it in spring meetings. It's been talked about since. I mean, they've been doing, Florida State's been doing research on this for the past year. They threw out a bunch of numbers yesterday, um, and and I think that that agreement was just to kind of get something done, kind of one of those let's agree, but there definitely needs to be more done. And Alford has been very, very vocal. about. that so as other schools. I mean, Clemson's been very vocal about it too uh, since spring meeting. So something kind of had to be agreed on, but Florida state has been very clear. They want a lot more and they don't, they want it to be based on success and viewership numbers, which Florida state is at the top of all of that.
1: If FSU, came up with the money and you know that whole grant of rights things got to be done all that stuff um the next question becomes which league would grab them and there are some in the sec that don't want florida state or miami for that matter and your best
8: you could argue clemson too yes Carolina don't want them in there (laughs) yeah
1: so your best guess if all this took place where do you think fsu could land
8: I mean, it's going to be the. In my opinion, it'll be the Big Ten or the SEC. Everybody seems to be leaning towards the Big Ten. They didn't specify either way yesterday, but they kept bringing up both conferences because those are the two conferences that are ahead of ahead of them in revenue sharing. They kept bringing up they'll both be thirty million dollars ahead of us this year. And, and when you talk about it, Drew Weatherford brought it up. I mean, he had former fuller state quarterback i mean he talked a lot yesterday about how it's not a matter of if we leave it's a matter of when and how i mean it was very unanimous yesterday between every single board of trustees members that we we have got to come up with a plan within the next year that this has to happen um and and it wasn't a specific this is big 10 this is sec it was more of these are what these two conferences are doing. This is the amount of money that they're making. This is the amount of money we're not making. We need to do something to join a conference where we're going to make more money.
1: Most people, Allison, look at Florida State and Clemson as the two who would mm-hmm. you know, most likely bolt. Let's just assume for the moment that they do, okay? Do you think there would be a domino effect? What would happen, do you think, to the to the rest of the
8: league? oh my gosh i don't even i mean you could look at the pac 12 as an example of that too i mean it's i know when i was on your show a couple months ago we had talked a little bit about this my opinion and a lot of other people's opinions within the next five ten maybe sooner if it goes at this rate there's probably going to be two kind of super conferences anyways But Clemson and FSU, I think, are the two biggest just because of their recent success. And, you know, something else that I want to bring up, too, and they talked about this yesterday in the meeting, you know, everybody looks at football, 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 because that's where the big money is. That's where these these revenue deals is what we're talking about. But they talked about the waterfall effect. So, yeah, Florida State has a $30 million shortfall. That affects your non-revenue sports. And at Florida State, your women's sports, your soccer, your softball, those are the two sports that have been in the national spotlight the most over the last five years and if florida state has a 30 million dollar shortfall every year for the next 10 years plus until this media deal runs out in 2036 it's only affecting those non-revenue sports the women's sports that have arguably been the most successful over these last five years
1: allison pulsey joining us here from tallahassee doing tv work up there and doing it well and of course uh, that meeting yesterday taking place let me ask uh two last things here mm-hmm. what's the next step now are things done now as the uh you know school year and the sports year begins what 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 happens from here do you think
8: hurry up and wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they it's it's august 15th is kind of the the, the day because that's the day they have to decide yes, we're going to do this within the next year or not, but they've talked about within the next 12 months they have to come up with a plan. So I think we're kind of in this this kind of limbo mode until the 15th. Do they decide then that they want to, yes, we're going to leave and, and make it for next season, or do they kind of hang out, see what the ACC is going to do, wait another year, and kind of have an eyeball on that 2025 season? But just being at that meeting yesterday and listening to all what, what every single board of trustees member agreed on it's it's sooner rather than later and to say what drew rutherford said yesterday not a matter of if it's a matter of how and when
1: and isn't there a deadline allison too that you have to notify the league you're going to leave isn't there some sort of deadline for that
8: yeah, that's what I said, August 15th. Well, that, over 15th the is that. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that, that everybody's kind of saying. So, like I said, until then, what is that? About two weeks, a little less than two weeks? Yeah. We're just kind of in limbo mode now. So, <laughs> kind of constantly checking those emails, reaching out to sources. Hey, what are you hearing? It's that hurry up and wait mentality, which I feel we all know in sports all too well. <laughs>
1: uh, yes. Let me leave you with this. Um, I would imagine, you know, a Mike Norvell or any other coach mm-hmm. – can't really say much because you know the higher ups in the in the administration are are doing all of this. Has there been any coach comments from anybody regarding this?
8: Yeah, I mean, we actually asked we had availability with Coach Norvell yesterday because they actually kick off fall camp this afternoon um, and and he's kind of given you know the the coach speak answer, yeah, it's a great thing. We're deciding what to do. Uh, we have to do what's best for the program. We're on a good momentum here. But, I mean, at the end of the day, money talks. I mean, we we see the disparity between what SEC schools have and what Florida State has. I mean, they're still trying to get this football-only facility off the ground, and money's a big talking point around that. And, and again, that's something that that Drew brought up yesterday. Over these next 10 years plus, that's $400 million just from TV revenue that Florida State's not going to get if they don't leave the ACC so money talks and i think the coaches are keeping it kind of calm until they can comment after a decision's been made but at the end of the day everybody knows that that's that's what's going to drive this decision and it should because in order to compete and be the best you have to have the resources to do it
1: tell folks where you're working where people can see you read you whatever else
8: yeah absolutely so i'm at wtxl abc 27 in tallahassee um I, I, my last day is actually tomorrow. You put me on the spot, Steve. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I will be to. around in Tallahassee. <laughs> I will be around in Tallahassee. So for all things Florida State, uh, Big Bend area, we cover, you know, we cover FAMU and Valdosta State as well in South Georgia. I will be sticking around the Tallahassee area. I can't say what's next exactly, yeah. but uh, I'll be, I'll still be covering FSU. So right. just... Hit me up online. I'll be there. And I wanted
1: people to know you were still <laughs> going to be around. That's why I, I, I did that. Gonna
8: yeah. I am still going to be around. I am still going to be around. Can't uh, say where just yet, but I'm still here.
1: Real quickly, uh, with baseball, you know, given the, the year that baseball had, I saw some, you know, coaching staff changes. Uh, a lot of, Are there a lot of transfers coming in? Where, where do you see FSU baseball now?
8: baseball you know they added Micah Posey who's a local not related to him either which that's the number one question I get but he (laughs) uh grew up yeah he grew up in Tallahassee went to North Florida Christian his dad's actually the head coach at North Florida Christian uh great lineage of of coaching if anybody follows high school baseball NFC is always kind of cream of the crop but he came in as their pitching coach so kind of a local guy which Link's a local guy, which I think is kind of neat. They added some local talent. You talk about transfers. Uh, Drew Farrow came from UCF. Jackson West from Alabama. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I think, again, when Link took over this program, uh, Mike Martin Jr. didn't leave the cabinet full. Uh, He knew he was going to be in for a little bit of growing pains. Again, we've talked about it before. No matter what sport it is, you have to give a coach time to kind of get their system in and what they want to do. Um, and I, I think the sky's the limit for this team. I, I don't know if they're going to be back in Omaha this year, um, but I would expect some changes around this program. Bolstering that pitching staff is, is kind of a big deal, and they've done that.
1: Always appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time.
8: Thanks for having me, Steve, as always. I you appreciate you. You got it, Allison.
1: Yep, thank you. Terrific kid. Well, she's not a kid anymore, but they're all kids to me. Allison Posey joining us here from Tallahassee, giving the latest info on what they may or might <clears throat> may or may not do. One forty-three Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillerie. We're going to end the program talking to legendary agent Lee Steinberg today. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
11: WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Washburn. The NFL Hall of Fame game set to get underway tonight as the Cleveland Browns and New York Jets face off in Canton, Ohio patch up will kick off the preseason for this year. Coverage of the game starts right here at 7.30. Inter-Miami defeated rival Orlando City last night by a score of 3-1. Lionel Messi knocked back two goals in front of another sold-out crowd who waited through an hour-and-a-half weather delay. Inter-Miami now set to go on the road to play FC Dallas in the Leagues Cup round of 16. The Tampa Bay Rays are off tonight after losing to the Yankees 7-2. Rays will be in action tomorrow at Detroit to take on the Tigers. At your Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Alex Washburn.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
16: My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced. I was in my 40s, and I decided that I wouldn't do that. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog, who found regenerative medicine years ago and became a believer. It changed my life around. It improved me to a point where I was able to jog again. That's when Dr. Herzog switched his focus from surgery to helping his patients with natural biologics. I've treated at least 5,000 patients.
0: I believe your body has everything it needs to heal itself.
16: Today, you'll find Dr. Herzog at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine that can give lasting pain relief with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. I have patients coming up to me that I did 10 years ago saying, you know, Doc, my elbow's still working great. I'm playing tennis three days a week. Call QC Kinetics now to explore alternative ways to deal with your pain. It's a free consultation.
6: Call QC Kinetics, 352 400 Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550.
12: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez
15: of
3: Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
7: I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist. And I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, They were just so impressed. I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let's put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody.
8: This is Dr.
15: Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
5: The IRS is ramping up collection, and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, listen carefully. Before it's too late, check your eligibility for the Fresh Start programs still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems. Call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs. Business or personal, if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight, have unfiled tax returns under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or finally just want to know your options, call the the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau with a five-star rating from Yelp, this veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now, 800 575 That's 800 575 Find out if you qualify today. Call 800 575 or go to republictaxrelief.com. Hey, Bill, is that
6: a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to
10: anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit M-A-A-C-O-Gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of
11: Gainesville on Main Street. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
0: We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF
9: radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Goldman. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Got Ailey... One of our students producing the program, Jose, another one of our students. He's watching the Marlins, big Marlins guy eating an apple. What are you eating over there? Eating an apple? or what are you eating? Okay. He's watching the game. Big Marlins fan. And they're losing four to one today too, the Phillies. Uh, Lee Steinberg is our next guest, uh, CEO of Lee Steinberg sports and entertainment holdings. He has negotiated quite a few contracts over his legendary career with some great, great players. Lee, welcome back. Thank you for doing this. Um, a couple of questions I have uh, when it comes to what seems to be the de- the devaluation of the running back position. You saw what happened with Barkley, you know, what Taylor's going through now with Indy. As an agent, how do you help combat that?
15: <clears throat> well, the first uh, problem in the area is the fact that it became a common shared belief among NFL general managers and personnel that you could find a running back in a lower round. And so it's like Aaron Jones going in the fifth or Kareem Hunt in the fourth. And so you started to have running backs down drafted. So that controlled their first contract. And then when they came up to the second contract, unfortunately it was already time to say their getting too old. And so in the advent of a modern passing game, four positions became exalted compensation-wise. And that was left tackle, protected the quarterback, the quarterback, uh, edge rusher, and a shutdown corner. And then last year, the wide receiver market uh, blew up. But what happened in that is the running backs uh, became uh, devalued. And so there. Uh, the top five running backs average $10 million a year. Now, that's still a significant amount of money, but the top five quarterbacks are about to average $50 million a year. And so no one has been able to successfully make the argument that we made years ago with Thurman Thomas that this running back is so critical to the smooth progression of the offense that without him, that all breaks down. And without him, the quarterbacks are sitting duck. And without him, you don't get the passing game. So someone has to do a statistical abstract that proves out that point. And, and it's going to take one of these players uh, to break out. Now, unfortunately for running backs, three of them got the franchise tag this year, meaning that they don't get to explore free agency. And so you haven't had a premier running back on the free agent market, so you don't have those numbers to compare to. And uh, the system is, is set up so that each team has one franchise player. Originally it was set up for quarterbacks, so teams felt like in free agency they at least got to protect their quarterback, but here we've seen it used with three running backs.
1: Uh, I have an email here for you, Lee, from Bill. And he said, could you ask Mr. Steinberg, what goes into, uh, he's, he, specifically an Anthony Richardson, you know, a guy who's a first-round pick, uh, what are the nuances of, of, of getting a contract for a first-round pick?
15: So with first-rounders, they all have to sign a four-year contract. After three years, the team can extend them for a fifth year or take them out of free agency Uh, which would otherwise come at four years. And so they really have that player for five years. So you're talking about a signing bonus, um, which at the top of the first round tends to be over $20 million. You're talking about four years of uh, salary. And uh, then it all depends whether or not the players extended. The reason that – a young quarterback like Richardson, so valuable for a team. If he can be the starter, they have him for four years at relatively uh, low salaries compared to to the veterans. So they have that control uh, factor. But the most important position now in football is a franchise quarterback. And anyone who gets to that level, meaning that. You can build around this player for the next 10 to 12 years. You can win because of him um, rather than with. And importantly, in critical situations, he's thrown a couple interceptions. The crowd is booing. Uh, The game is getting out of hand. What does he do in adversity? Can he compartmentalize, adopt a quiet mind, tune everything out, and elevate his level of play? And I think we'd agree that Mahomes is one, and Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen, um, and uh, Joe Burrow. If if Richardson gets there, um, the sky's the limit for him. Because if we're already at $50 million a year quarterbacks, as uh, TV money rises, that number will only go up.
1: Last thing for you, uh, Jets and Browns tonight, Um, do agents, I I guess they don't, but I'm sure agents look out for getting hurt in the preseason, you know, how that all works. Um, But that's strictly left up to teams, right? Agents don't have any say in that, do they?
15: Well, you do to the extent that a player has the right, first of all, to a second opinion. And then if there's going to be surgery, Um, you can make a suggestion of a doctor. So we have a list uh, joint by joint, the best knee doctor, the best back doctor, the best hip doctor. And so we have a list, and now generally when a player gets hurt, he'll he'll call me and we'll have a a discussion. Um, And then it's just a, a function of how well he trusts the team doctor as opposed to another specialist. So we do have something to say. Now you're going to see a fair amount of injuries over this next couple of weeks. And it's because players no longer use training camp to get in shape. They're already in shape. They don't risk um, spending an off season and coming back, you know, looking like the uh, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. They... um, but they're not in football shape. So here are bodies, because of the collective bargaining agreement, that have not been hit. And so now you go into training camp, they're in great shape. And now they start hitting, and their body's not used to it. And you get some very significant injuries in these first few weeks.
1: Great stuff, Lee, and uh, great insight on that, as always. I appreciate you doing this, and thanks for taking the time. My pleasure. You got it. He is a guy who has, as I said, negotiated contracts, uh, for all kinds of different people uh, in the industry, Lee Steinberg joining us here. Uh, okay, we're going to close uh, with a couple of emails here. Uh, Andrew says, "I don't want to watch fake rivalries. Florida Oklahoma doesn't make sense. Please make some sense of this. I'll make some sense of it. It's called money, money." Andrew, you're 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 Jethro Tull baby. You're living in the past. Okay. The only constants change. He says, I hope one league tries to keep some decency, decency, and keep rivalries intact. Now, yeah, that's expansion doesn't lend itself to that. Mark says, do you recall if and when a former Gator pitcher started a game against your Mets? Oh, gosh, I'm sure. Um, cause, because Singer's going to be. And he said, will you be conflicted watching Singer pitch today? No. No, the Mets are out of it. So... I hope Singer pitches well. It's not going to matter if the Mets lose. Now, if this was, you know, a game the Mets had to win, uh, sorry, Brady, I'm I'm rooting for the Mets. But in this case, I hope Singer pitches well. I mean, I'm just, you know, Mark Valdez pitched uh, with the Marlins. I don't know if he started against the Mets, but I'm sure there's been, and with interleague play, I'm sure tons of times. Um, Tony, I got your email, and yeah, I, I, I hear you. Uh, Thank you for the email. Uh, Tomorrow, Herm Edwards from ESPN uh, will join us, talk a little National Football League, working on a couple of other guests as well to close out the week. Uh, And we will also um, try to get uh, some of your thoughts on Gator football early on here uh, in fall camp. But our thanks today, Trevor Sykema, One of our Gator grads working at Pro Football Focus. Allison Posey, another one of our Gator grads working up in Tallahassee, giving you the latest on the FSU situation. And, of course, Lee Steinberg here. And, by the way, speaking of Gator pitchers, A.J. Puck is now pitching for the Marlins uh, as they play the Phillies. So uh, he's done a pretty good job for the Marlins out of the bullpen uh, this year. Thanks to Ailey for producing. We thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for a Friday edition of the show, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day.